When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. It's How are the you? Greer McVeigh. Yeah, Greer, the, the T-H-E-E. <laughs> like Megan the Stallion. I'm Greer the McVeigh. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm Greer. A, a I'm Greer the Great. How are you doing today? I am good. I yeah, if you have, say so. I I no, I am. I have okay. um I realized that it's I sort of have a couple of weeks off oh sort of but not really <laughs> and that but but then i was so it's enough to not have to work but not enough to actually get to like go somewhere and do nothing i actually planned a couple of days away um in tahoe hmm I don't know that we're going to go, but I did book a room and I looked in the tickets for the golf tournament that's up there at Edgewood. Um, well, right don't before, tell people where you're going. Well, right after the 4th of July. I don't know that we're going. Um, there are some other things that need to Yeah, be some done. of your fans might come up there and stalk well, you. <laughs> they could come up there. Um, buy and I, they probably wouldn't be there for me if they went there, but I appreciate that. <laughs> no, the, the, the celebrity golf tournament, there's a PGA celebrity golf tournament and chef, chef Curry will be there. So I was thinking, you know, maybe we'll go. I've wanted to go to that golf tournament mm-hmm. in the past. And but so, you said you're going after the tournament or no, it would end? be. No, it would. It's it's after the Fourth of July. Oh, okay. Um, but there are some other things that, in order to go out of town, it requires some things need to be taken care of. Do I want to use it for that or? Yeah. <laughs> call in my chips for this or for something else. So I'm I'm thinking it through, but I've planned it nonetheless. Well, that um, sounds fun. And Lake Tahoe this time of year is is pretty nice, right? I mean, I haven't been in the summer in, in a while. 
but you know it tends to be cooler and it tends to be you know nice and crisp and all of that jazz yes. so yeah seems yes. like it would be fun so if i uh, what i would like to find would be a poker tournament Mm-hmm. to play so if there's pro- poker tournament the golf tournament and then you know the ability to lay out and just chill uh, for a couple of days that would be cool and then we've got a family event on the hills of that I won't mention that event uh, specifically <laughs> but we've got a family event. our fans will be stalking us there too well you never know um <laughs> and after no, we that, ever so. know <laughs> you're funny uh so anyway i i I was just thinking oh i have a couple of weeks off and it wasn't so much about going anywhere and doing anything in particular as and and none of the work that i do is particularly difficult right okay yeah it's not particularly difficult it's not necessarily um, draining, but it does require, and you know this, when you put on events, when you're around people that you have to, you're training, you're teaching, you have to be on, right? And that does require some energy and it's not a negative thing. It just is. I am an introvert and I am recharged and restored by basically doing nothing being to myself and doing nothing. Uh, other, you know, other people get their kicks out of hanging around people. So when I'm training, what I've noticed is that when I'm training, uh, when I'm done, I'm, I'm like done for the day. So for the next couple of weeks, I don't have any training. Okay. I do have some other things that I'm doing that I can take with me wherever, but I'm yeah. not training. And that well, you know, just required. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I got a couple of you, weeks off. You know, you talk about um, like needing to, to boost yourself. You know, I've been working with a therapist for, I don't know, a while now. Um, just because I've had a really hard time. Uh, and I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say it. And I think, you know, probably more people would do themselves a favor to, to just work with someone. One, it helps me not have to burden my friends with my problems and stressors um, and to talk to someone who's professional, who's got tools and techniques and, you know, access to resources that might help. um, I just find it very useful. But one of the things that we have talked about or that I've been sort of talking about is what I, what I've called like needing a hype man, (laughs) right? It is like, I've, I've had, I've been having a, you know, in, in COVID, you know, I, I, I mean, I blame, I don't blame, but I think a lot of what I've been going through emotionally has to do with COVID or certainly COVID exacerbated, whatever, but I've moved what four or five times in a couple of years. I've had a lot of uncertainty, I have a lot of pressures on me financially and, and otherwise, um, you know, with a house, a kid in college, bills, debt, all that. Plus, um, add to that this whole COVID experience, right? And just watching over a million people around me 
die, right? And we've all, we, it's a collective experience and different people deal with it different ways. And for me, it's, it's, it's like just been like a gut punch and it, it almost feels like one punch after another, after another. And as soon as I sort of get my footing, something else comes or something I forgot about or didn't do or whatever. Um, so I'm just really kind of burnt out. But to do stuff, even stuff that I like, I got to like pump myself up and be like, okay, Greer, you can do it. You can. And I'm like, where's, you know, Moore's Day or Jimmy Jam or who was it? Uh, Jerome. <laughs> where it's like, I, you know, I got flavor flavor or something. It's like, I need like sometimes, not all the time, but, you know, a lot more than in the past. It's like, I need something to sort of boost me, to give me that sort of, you know, you can do it and, you know, let's get back in there. And when you have, especially when you have disappointments and failures, and we talked about failure in our la in, uh, last episode or previous episode, um, when you have failures, which is not that I have tons and tons, but I have them. And, you know, they can be catalysts for good, for change, for growth and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And I know that, you know, in my head, but sometimes- Intellectually, right. Intellectually, I know that, but sometimes it's like getting, you know, you know, submitting a proposal for something and then not getting it or, uh, you know, applying for something and not getting it or doing, you know, trying to move things forward. And then, you know, get pushed back a step or two and moving a little forward and getting pushed back. It's like to have to keep, you know, to dig deep, to keep going. You know, I feel like I got to keep going back to the well. So I, you know, so I've been working with a therapist who helps me um, with that and, and validates a lot of the emotional stuff that goes with that, but also reminds me that, you know, Greer, you can do this. You've done more you've worse, done bigger, hard better. things <laughs> you've done yes. hard things so you know and everybody out there can but by all means get a therapist if you don't have one but as you were talking about you know need you know for you you get rejuvenated you know resting and decompressing and all that and for me that gives me so much anxiety that it's like oh my god you know I'm not doing anything I you know I'm not being productive and I'm you know so Maybe I, one, need to learn how to rest more, um, just learn how to rest, or two, just don't rest and just keep going. You know, body emotion tends to stay in motion. Uh, that, that part is true. A body emotion does tend to stay in motion uh, and a body at rest tends to stay at rest, right? Yeah. Uh, unless acted upon by some outside force. But the, the, the challenge with keep going is that eventually <laughs> you, <burn out. laughs> you do have to stop and yeah. you burn out. And, yeah, and so, if you don't voluntarily stop. If, and if you don't voluntarily stop, will if you, stop for you. It will, you will be stopped. And it's yeah. one of those things that that's the way I chose to view COVID, right? When this whole thing started as we need a time out yeah. collectively, yeah. worldwide to... Uh, to rethink our values, to rethink our behaviors, to, to do things in a different way. And I will say this, it worked for a short <laughs> period of time. And then people were like, how do we get back to normal? I, I just want it to be the way it was, right? And, it, and we are so, 
wanting certainty, right? It's a, it's a human need at this, the need that we have for certainty. And that, but that need keeps us from growing and being better in the long run. So it, it, there's, there's a balancing act in, in that that has to happen. So I, actually that's a, a kind of a good segue to where we're going for- Is that the segue? Okay. For, well, yes, because I'm gonna go first. Okay. Because so I was thinking it, like personal branding or something like that, but let's let's go your way. You could you could do that, but I was I, no, I was thinking. Uh, you came up with this idea, fun idea for an episode that al- allows us to test our ability to sort of think on our feet, right? And, mm-hmm. and we're going to have fun with this to think on your feet. If you were at a cocktail party or, you know, hanging out with friends and someone threw out a topic, how you would be able to respond, be a part of the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Whether you have an informed opinion on something or not, which (laughs) a lot of times we don't really want people talking when they don't have informed opinions, but there are times when you're going to land somewhere and you just don't know what's being talked about. I'm not going to go that hard in the paint just to let you know. This will be much more fun, but an opportunity to have you thinking on your feet. And there are, I have read, I've not experienced this personally, but I have read things like this happen in job interviews as well. So, you know, I have oh, well, thought, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Something like that. Yes. <laughs> well, let me, can I, can I just sort of add and chime in just a little bit to sort of set this up? And, and what you'd said was right. Um, and again, the reason I was thinking personal branding, and I know that's a topic that we're going to get a little bit more into in, in some coming episodes, but it occurs to me that we find ourselves in these situations, like you said, it might be a cocktail party, it might be a job interview, it might be a, um, a networking event, it might be a family dinner, it might be you go, you, maybe you're dating somebody and you go meet their family for the first time and you know, you're walking in and people are sizing you up, they're judging you. And part, that of, is the, true. part of your personal brand, right, is how you present yourself, but the other side of that is how people perceive you. So you're constantly being watched. You're constantly uh, tweaking and and modifying. And, you know, is this how I want to be seen? And I know lots of people, I'm sure you do too, who don't want to be judged by their past actions, right? They don't want to be, oh, well, I was young when I did that. And, you know, that's not me anymore. Or I'm, you know, whatever. And, And they want to shift and pivot and be seen in a different light or a different way. And, and that's all fine and dandy. So, Part of what I was thinking was, um, you know, like you said, just a, a, in a fun way. And I think this is an exercise that people could could do and probably should do frequently. And you can do it with different groups of people. You could do it with your spouse. You could do it with your kids, right? And I think you would get some different, you know, give and receive different kinds of responses. Um, do it as a, as a, 
as a team building activity, even with your with your coworkers. You want we don't need to, but you would want to set up some ground rules and subjects that you won't touch and all that. Um, I'm going to trust you to not go. You know where not to go. But to your point about you know talking wax and poetic about subject matter you know nothing about, sometimes it's okay to say I know nothing about that and you know move and go join the next conversation at that the true. party. That is true. Right? And it's especially like, oh, these when, people are talking about this. Well, let me especially keep, let me when keep we moving. find ourselves in a place where, you know, people often are saying things like, just because you think it doesn't mean you need to say it out loud. Yeah. Right. And so, but I'm not going there. Like I said, I'm not going hard in the paint. I'm going to stay, uh, you know, at the 50,000 foot level okay. is going to be fun. I'm going to, I've got two different, oh. I, I guess, approaches Tracks. to uh, this, okay. two different approaches to this. Um, one, it will be familiar to people, particularly if you spend any time on social media, it's called this or that. Okay. So that's going to be the first one. And so I'm going to throw out just some thoughts, some words, and it's going to be this or that. And you're going to say whether it's this or that. And then I'd like a little bit of an explanation. Of but I'll keep it short. I promise. It, Why this I, or I that? I doubt it. I doubt it. But, <laughs> but oh, they know who you are by now. So, um, Let's just launch into this. So dirty floor, dirty bathroom floor, or dirty kitchen. So this or that, which would I prefer? <laughs> I would this say dirty, that. dirty bathroom floor. I, I, no, I dirty bathroom I don't floor even know how or to dirty kitchen. That. Dirty bathroom floor. <laughs> As a matter of fact, this morning I was in my bathroom. <laughs> I was like, when's the last time I mopped the bathroom floor? Um, where the kitchen, first of all, it's a little bit more public, but there's just something about a nasty That is true kitchen. in your house because you walk in your house, you can see the kitchen. Yeah, I have a very open concept you, house. And it's like, okay, in. the kitchen's got to stay clean. But also, you know, and as bad as a dirty bathroom, that's that speaks volumes too. Um but it's like, I don't want to eat food that's been prepared in a kitchen that's not clean. It's just, Fair. it's gross to me. Fair enough. And if your bathroom's clean, I don't know that I want to eat out of your kitchen either. But, you know, I can sort of separate the two. And it's not that it has to be filthy. It's just not clean. So I, my, so dirty, I'd rather have a dirty bathroom floor than a dirty kitchen floor. It was just a dirty kitchen, but okay. Oh, a dirty, definitely a dirty bathroom floor over a dirty kitchen. Okay. So I, did I win? What do I win? <laughs> you win uh, <laughs> the fact that I didn't make fun of you. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, all right. So split I, the bill. Oh, or, I mean, we're not going back and forth. Do you have a this or that? I don't have a this or that. So we can do oh, some. I'm going to do a okay. several this or that's and then okay. we'll end this segment and we'll, okay. then you'll okay. do yours. Fair enough. Split the bill or take turns paying. 
neither. <laughs> Let them feel that, and neither it's not an option or both it's not an option split the, the bill, bill or take turns paying uh we've touched on this before is this with a man is this with a date a, a it, significant other or you can girlfriend you if it's can, girlfriend it's with the bill you can create the concept any way you will answer if this it's question, girlfriend it's split the bill and you know we're hanging out we're doing whatever we're pretty much eating and drinking comparably and so be it uh if it's a date it's uh take turns take turns paying, paying but five to on one. the time when it's my turn we're going. <laughs> five to one right <laughs> something when it's like my that. turn we're gonna go we're, we're gonna have a coffee <laughs> my treat <laughs> That what sounds your turn? We're going to French laundry. Oh, ouch. That, that's that's okay. harsh. That's a little harsh. Um, okay. okay. We're going to Chevy's or we're going to Chili's. How's that? <laughs> All right. So smartest person in the world or richest person in the world? Uh <laughs> hmm. So I guess obviously it depends on who that would be. If it's me, I'd rather be the richest person in the world because I'm whatever. I you know I am what I am. I'm I'm cool with my level of intellect. If the question is you know who would I want to have dinner with one time and I'll never see them again it would probably be the smartest person because it would be intellectually stimulating. Now that's an interesting approach. Yeah, if it's, uh, you know, who am I going to date next knowing that it's only going to last a year <laughs> or a lifetime for that matter, hell, it's the, it's the richest person. Uh, I know lots of smart people. I don't know the people that you need. I don't need Einstein to be, you know, in my life, I don't, you know, I, but I do need, you know, Bill Gates. So, you know, there you go. So richest, I guess more often than not, the richest person would win out. Right. Because I, I think I would go along with you on that because I, I don't, I'm not sure what being the smartest person in the world would do for me. Yeah, nor, where does that get you? nor being around the smartest person in the world, right? Um, but if it's you who are going to be the smartest person in the world, then nobody can relate to I'm you and you're no close. fun. I'm pretty close. So well, and then that's bad. <laughs> but it, uh, you're that certainly smart enough. You're smarter than most of the people. What you said, I think is the point. I, I, I am happy with my intellectual ability. So I don't feel any, I don't, I don't feel any need to be the smartest person in the room, let alone this the podcast. smartest person. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes without saying, yeah, but uh -huh. I don't, I don't feel any need to be the smartest person in the room. So I certainly don't feel any need to be the smartest person in the world. I think okay. there's more that I can do with the intellectual ability I have right now and being the richest person. I think with my current intellect, my heart, uh, my connection to purpose and whatnot, I think I can do more 
and impact more people being rich than smarter. Than oh, that's I a am. good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And I can do more with somebody else's wealth. And then there's, <laughs> then and then there's that. somebody else's intellect. So, and, yeah. and, and then the other side of that, where he's like, well, having lunch or dinner or being around, I, you know, the people that I have been around who need to be the smartest person in the room have not been pleasant people to be around. Hmm. I'll just say that. So if I were to extrapolate that to the smartest person in the world, I'm thinking even less so. I could be wrong, but there you go. The okay. rich people I have been around tend to, at least they've been experience. jerks, but a fool in their money. <laughs> Actually, that's not that's not my experience. Uh, just playing. That's not my experience that I'm they just have been. Mookie. But um I know some people who feel that rich people they know are jerks. I have been fortunate enough that the rich people I've been around have been giving, caring, uh, generous people. And so either way. Me too, especially people with old money. So either way, right? Yeah. Either way. Or All the right. more they earn it, the hard, you know, the old fashioned way Absolutely. versus stumbling into it. Okay. Okay. So okay. here's my last one for you. Massive, massive success by accident or modest success on purpose. Massive success by accident. Okay. Success by any means necessary, <laughs> you know, because, you know, and sort of the same, what you were saying about being able to, uh, benefit others with your with with wealth right similarly you know if you've got success and obviously we all measure success differently but with success I could parlay that into other things that would be mm -hmm. long-term and beneficial to myself my family those around me and the greater community so you know it's like okay well I stumbled into it <clears throat> you know let's take a I don't know, Kim Kardashian. And she sort of stumbled into some success <laughs> with a videotape. I mean, it was just like, okay, by happenstance, this, and you know, you see a lot of times that people, um, you know, it's like, why this one, but not this one, right? Right. Other people made sex tapes, but didn't become, you know, the Kardashian True. empire. True. Right. Where's because they didn't have a plan. <laughs> they didn't they have, have a plan. plan, plan sex tape or a momager, right? Or but you know, you that. stumble into this thing. But if your eyes are open and you're smart and with it and sharp, then you go with it and you can, you know, make stuff happen. I think I would agree with you on that, mostly because I have massively moderate success on purpose now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go with the massive success by accident and I, it, it, like you said almost any means necessary I do have some limits unethical well, yeah. moral illegal I, you know I do have a few little caveats but I say I have moderate success on purpose so and have always had in a career when I was, you know, working as lawyer, lobbyist, now as a coach. Although I think I'm, you know, and, and then success is relative. So I go yep. for massive 
I go for massive success by accident. So thanks for playing this or that. <laughs> this round of this or that. <laughs> we should all add this or that into our, our you know, daily activity. Sort of like um, uh, my new obsession, I think it's everybody's, is Wordle, right? Everybody's like playing Wordle. And which is part of what got me thinking about this. When I play, um, so not only do I play Wordle, the New York Times version, which is only the one game, one time, everybody's playing the same game, but there's also Wordle apps so that you can play all the time and get your fix uh -huh. in. And then there's Quartal, which is four games in one, which I play, and they have a daily game, plus you can have practice games. So I've become obsessed with Wordle and Quartal. That said, so you'll have to send me the link for the quarter. I'm not familiar with that one. I will do just that as soon as we're done. Um, but the uh, it's interesting when I play, depending on what time and how awake I am, which is sort of the point of this activity that we're doing today, is sometimes it takes me six times to come up with a word that it was like, really wasn't that you had five of the letters. You have four of the letters yes, on the first but line. If there are 12 <laughs> different options that those, like yesterday, right? It was bloat, gloat, float, bloat. whatever, <laughs> right? There was like, So okay. when you come into it at the beginning, then say, you know what? I'm going to take, I'm going to give up one word and then find a word that has all those different letters in it. So I can narrow down what the missing letter is and I'll get it in three instead of six. Well, <laughs> I, I do just that. Unless you that. place, and let do you play in hard mode? I don't know what I, it's just the mode. So, so I'm well, hard okay, then you probably don't. Hard mode requires that you use the letters that you already have right in the next. So you have to continue playing uh, okay. the existing letters. Then no, I am okay. not playing in yeah. hard. I didn't so know you, there so were So you options. don't get. Yeah, it's in the settings. So and try it once, at least on a practice game. Oh, but I'll, it's like. I'll, I'll try it and I'll stay there. I didn't know there was an option. So, well, yeah, I don't like it. All right, let's, <laughs> anyway, let's go on so to, I to yours. So I did not come up with a whole thing like you because you're smarter than me because you're the smartest person in this podcast. Um, but again, I was thinking about, you know, what are people talking about? What are the young hip cats talking about in the, in the cocktail parties? So, um, I'll ask in my most pretentious voice. So, you know, do you do watch Saturday Night Live? The 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 girl that uh, you wish you hadn't met at a cocktail party? I don't think it's, I have it's seen Cecily that Shaw. Sketch. You should pull that up on YouTube. She's so funny. Okay. But it's like she always has the words all wrong. You know, she's like, you know, anyway, watch that. It's just funny. But, you know, so I, I imagine myself in different kinds of cocktail parties. But if I'm at a What's the generation under me, under us? Gen X, Y, Gen X. Yeah, Gen the, the X, people that are in their, Gen in their y. 20s and early 30s. Okay. So, um, you know, Whitney, why don't you tell me about your uh, crypto investment strategies? Well, how do you, you know, are you into Bitcoin? Or are you into, you know, some Doge? Oh, you'll, you know, oh, you'll you love into? this. You'll love this. Okay. Can, I, can I share? <laughs> this is my crypto strategy. <laughs> okay. Caveat or disclaimer. I am not a financial, financial 
expert. Go, okay, go talk to your financial crypto expert. expert. Do not take. Is this what you would say at a cocktail party? You would give all these. Yes, I'm going to start okay. with that because okay. I don't want somebody coming behind me saying I did what Whitney did and I lost all my money or whatever. Uh-huh. Not having it. So just laying it out. This is not financial advice. I'm just telling okay. you what I do. So I that's have, the lawyer in you. Okay. That is that is the lawyer in me. So I have I made a decision at the end of towards in the last quarter or so of last year to get a little more involved in some investing. And I wanted to be a real estate investor and I decided I wanted to be a crypto investor. I don't know anything about crypto. <laughs> okay. just, I know nothing about it. I did gift it for Christmas though, uh-huh. right? I'm like, this is something that I'm doing. I want to share this with the people that I love. So I gave Bitcoin. And I have 87 cents to show for it. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm not just... in control of what happens in the markets. <laughs> All I'm saying, I am not in control. But what I decided was that I would just start investing, right? And 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 investing amounts that if it went away, I wouldn't want to okay, split so my. Okay, so it didn't mean anything. Five it, it bucks, didn't want to, twenty right. bucks, whatever. I, okay, it, it would be. It, it would a be cup of coffee. A cup of coffee, right? every week. And so I give up my weekly Starbucks habit of which I didn't have. So there you go. Um, so my crypto strategy is that I'm a member of Coinbase and Coinbase has learn and earn opportunities. I actually learned this from your son. So I joined coin. He invited me to join Coinbase. I joined Coinbase. We both got money for me joining Coinbase. I got to take that money and invest it in whatever. I think I, I think I actually got like $10 worth of Bitcoin or something. Okay. Just for the record. Is this what you would say at a cocktail party? Yes, this is what I would say. Am I supposed to say something smarter and pithier? Well, I don't know that you get to have the floor for 17 minutes at a cocktail party. People are drinking. I haven't talked 17 minutes. You keep interrupting me. Mm -hmm. So my strategy is I have no strategy. Okay, I'm done. Oh, my God. So we went all around the Cape of Good Hope. I was going to explain how I have the the portfolio. So how much money have have you made? I haven't made any because crypto is going down. It's, it's crashing in the market. But okay, so would you recommend actually, it? Actually, I, I actually I have made money because my strategy is earn is learn and earn. So you, you read some things, you watch some videos, they give you crypto for participating. Okay, so, I so get you're paid in crypto. I'm paid in crypto for watching videos and... So there you go. No, but honestly, I have invested in Bitcoin. I have some Ethereum. I have some other things that I've chosen that I've actually put money in. Crypto at the moment is not doing all that great, but that's you diversify your crypto portfolio. I'm absolutely diversified. And, but the good news is that 
it's falling, which means now's the time to buy. <laughs> buy low, my strategy. Here you or go. Or is it buy falling? Low. Is it falling because it's a it's worthless crazy concept and it's worthless <laughs> it's and people worthless. are finally figuring it out. It's not I don't any, know. It's I not any and, I, and I'm like you, I don't want to be the one that was like the thought it was a you know joke like the television in 1942. I don't know. It it's, it's just a it's just a I didn't want to be bad. left out. I didn't want to okay. be left out, right? If something happens, I wanted to get some piece of the pie, but if something went the other way, again, I wouldn't want to yeah, slip like, my wrist pie. because I lost everything. <laughs> so, and okay. okay, that's not a great cocktail party answer, but it's <laughs> honest. Yeah, okay, it's a it's a great answer, and it helps us. It helps us know. Okay, so here's another sort of. Um, uh, topic that you that you might hear and people are talking about their travels and their um uh you know their their travels and 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 what they do and and then somebody says you know I'd like to, to see more of America so you know well, Whitney what do you think about domestic travel actually I I have and, a design seeing our national I actually wouldn't mind seeing I, I'm, I'm growing actually on the concept of more domestic travel uh, Michael and I have been talking about an RV our aunt bought an RV we have friends who have RVs and so we've been thinking about either getting one or certainly one of those vacations where you could rent one and take yeah. it out and sort of see things. We and people have you know might let you either borrow or rent. Or people but, we know yeah, may let us borrow or exchange, right? They can mm -hmm. come stay in the house and we'll take their RV or whatever. We get a vacay exchange. Um, mm -hmm. We did a, a, a road trip a few years ago, a wine tasting road trip from Northern California to Southern California. Uh, and we stopped. It, we took five days to take what would normally be like a five hour road trip right yeah. five yeah. hour driving from here well probably eight hours from here to where we went we took five days to drive down there stopping staying overnight wine tasting and what I learned in that experience was that I actually didn't mind not being where I was going mostly because we say this all the time that the it's the journey, not the destination. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter was the destinations along the journey were the were the journey too, right? If that makes <laughs> sense, right? So each place that we went, getting there, talking in the car, you know, yeah. communicating, getting there, and yeah doing whatever we did, doing the wine tasting, having those experiences, it, it was both destination and journey interwoven. Yeah. And then when we and got I would imagine you final, didn't drive more than a couple of hours between. We did not any, drive more than a couple of yeah. hours between. Yeah. And we did that after the end of the day, got to the hotel. Um, yeah. Or, or actually we did it the other way around where we went to where we were going to be wine tasting, right? Did that where the hotel was so that we yeah. were there and only had to drive from the winery back to the hotel, not leave the winery and then drive two hours. Yeah. Right. No, so definitely. I was smart enough to have thought. 
So you I'm woke up in the morning stuff. where you were going to be wine tasting. Exactly. It, and did the drive then and then stayed in that location that night. Well, you and know, we and learned some, some good things about wine, about wine in California. I did not know. Mm -hmm. um, and some great places to get some food. And, and, yeah. and we stopped in places I had never been before. Yeah, we've got like, great wine. I mean, people obviously think about Napa and they maybe think of Sonoma, but the Shenandoah Valley, the you know, Paso Robles, Temecula. I mean, there are all kinds of yes, you know, Lodi. There are various wine regions throughout the state that are and I'm learning and have that amazing wines. A wine on the coast of Mendocino. Go ahead. And wine okay. tasting regions around the country, right? Yep. So that would be something that would be appealing to me, right? And yep. we would get to see drink the country see the country as we were moving from what so maybe next time we would do wine tasting up in Oregon or Washington or something like yeah. that right um or wherever there's some in there Vermont are. and there's some exactly. in Virginia yeah. right and and so I could build I could we could do two things one which would be get out and see the country so I my point is I have taken a a different approach to domestic travel and travel in general, I, I have always sort of been, a, I just want to be where I'm going, mm -hmm. right? I didn't, I, the, the experience of getting there hasn't been great. Mostly airlines make it an unpleasant experience, but I don't mind a road trip. I don't mind no, a road I trip a in a comfortable trip. car, in a yeah. comfortable car. And if we had an RV or we're using an RV and I think that could be amazing. And with, there's definitely some places around the country I would be interested in seeing. So, Well, speaking of road trips and a comfortable car, your nephew informed me that he wants to take his car to school uh, this oh, joy. year for next semester. So he'd like for, for his me, final year. <laughs> yeah. So he'd like for me to drive uh, with him to New York. And I was like, okay, you know, and I like a good road trip. But first of all, his car is not nearly, I was like, can we go in my car? <laughs> my, Are you going to leave your car with him? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to leave it with you, but can we take it? Can we go in, in separate cars? <laughs> anyway, can we rent a car? Anyway, so obviously that's that's a whole other thing. But I said, um, you know, okay, you know, fine. You know, we could do that. So I started to look. Uh, AAA has a triptych thing where you can map out your trip. Very, oh, there are apps that do that, but you can map it out and then you can point out, pick places along the route. Right. Well, from our house to his school was, I don't know, I think it was like 2,800 miles or something. It was like, oh my, it was, I don't know, 42 hours or some craziness. And I was like, oh God. You make it a seven day trip. You only have so to. Then, so then I was like, okay, well, let's stop along the way. So then I tapped in, I typed in like Grand Canyon and Mount Rushmore and the St. Louis Arch and, and all these things sort of across the country mm -hmm. and Niagara Falls, you know, and then, and then, and, and that took it up to like 50, like 3,300 miles in 52 hours. And I was like, you know, it might be worth the extra eight hours or however many to see these things and to spend the night in those places. Then I started thinking about the $7 gas. <laughs> it's like, but Greer, gas isn't $7 in some other places, right? Once we leave California. Once you leave California, it'll actually it'll be, be like cheaper. a discount. 
and then hotels because everything is costing more now. And I, so anyway, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I love a good road trip. And I think America is a beautiful country. I mean, we have, you know, beautiful open expanses and mountain ranges and lakes and rivers and valleys. and Absolutely. Things and it reminds me of one of those things that you see on, on, uh, Facebook in particular, but probably maybe other social media where it says, what, how many states have you been to? Right. And people, mm -hmm. I think the average number of states people have been to is like eight. Um, really. I've been to more than eight. I have not been to as many as you. I have not lived in as many as you, um, you know, so you know, there, there, there are places that I would like to see and would be yeah. interested in seeing. So um, let's move to my second. Let's keep this party moving. So okay. I have an app called Brain Sparker. Oh, Lord. I don't know <laughs> if I need my brain sparked. Uh, and it's, it's a creativity so okay. this this will be focused on just in some degrees that there they are questions they are prompts of different sorts that just get you thinking and I okay. use it for writing when I get stuck. Um, so I just pulled this up. This was random, but interested to know what has been the biggest risk you've taken. And what impact did it have? What has been the biggest risk you've taken and what impact did it have? The biggest risk that I have taken was donating a kidney to a person and oh, wow. risking my long-term health. <laughs> the impact that it had is that it saved the person's life. And, and now it's impacting your long-term health. And now it's <laughs> impacting my long-term health. <laughs> so, you know, so there you go. Um, but yeah. But I mean, for, <laughs> I know you don't want to get into all the details though, but for that. Though, but for that, I probably would not have my son. And, but for that, I probably wouldn't have some of the health issues I have. So then it's like, okay, well, you know. Like I'm much of here. life. Right. Yeah. Like much of life. There and I could have, you know, and maybe that day had I not been in the hospital having my kidney removed, I would have been hit by a bus. Who knows? So I would have died in it. So, you know, you just never know. You never but, know. But I, I would, you know, there are some other things off the top of my head. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I risked, you know, my ego or my whatever. But I, I think in real terms, that was probably the biggest risk I've ever taken. That that's a huge risk and I know this is not a competition but I certainly can't I, I can't think of any risk that I have taken and when I think of my risk and in, in the pantheon of risk my risks have been relatively minor right leaving a job without yeah. another job yeah. Right. Yeah, I've got that like 14 times. Uh -huh. You know, that kind of thing. Um, Packing up and moving uh, 200 miles away from everybody, you know, moving, or to the other side of the country, moved to Texas and didn't really I, know. I didn't move quite that far, but certainly picking up and moving someplace where I didn't know anybody. Right. Um, yeah. 
that, you know, so not, not the, I'm not the biggest risk taker. Right. And, yeah. and I look at you Some people and, are risk averse. and the older I get, not, the more I'm not, risk averse I, I am. I'm not, I don't know that I feel like I'm risk averse is I'm just, it doesn't dawn on me to the, the risks that I've taken are the risks that I've wanted to take. Yeah. Right. You weigh pros um, and cons and you're like, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> so, you know, when you think of what it could, what could happen versus, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know that. I, but I think love is a risk. Right. And, and I've done that multiple times going back to someone 30 years prior was certainly a risk. Right. Um, we tend to want to say, you know, once you moved on, move, move on, keep moving on, keep moving in that direction. Don't look back. I'm not a huge person who thinks that looking back and living in the past is something to do. But you but didn't look back. I would back. say. I mean, it was, you did move did. on. And it it was sort of circumstantial. And, and yeah. It was circumstantial and it just sort of fell into place. It wasn't, I was not sitting around pining away exactly you know any of that but in general i think love is a risk right we we risk our vulnerability we risk getting hurt and and all of that um and and that probably really is the biggest risk that i've taken so but it's paid off it's paid off it's resort resort it has resulted in, let's get the words right, it has resulted in me having, um, you know, I'm happy and married. I resulted in me being a mother. It has resulted in me having some fabulous relationships and friendships with people. Um, And and now you're a grandmother. And and a grandma. So there you go. Last one. Well, I have one more. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, your last one. Okay. Oh, mine. Yes. Uh, so um is this another cocktail party question? This is another part cocktail party question. Okay. So I just want to know about your does um who dressed who dressed you? Who's <laughs> who, who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? <laughs> Target. <laughs> Target. <laughs> what do you think champion. about like what do you think about designer clothes and uh fancy collecting, you know, I personally have a collection of watches and rare timepieces, right? I do have that. Um you know, but what do you think about is that like dumb, a waste of time, money, energy? No, I could actually I, resell no. my watches and, and make some money. No, so. I, th- I think people should do what makes them happy, ultimately, mm-hmm. as long as it's not hurting other people. So if you have the means, or even if you don't have the means, and you want to have something that you've always wanted that makes you feel good or whatever, go for it. Right. So, so when you hear whether, people get their tax return and then go out and buy, you know, a two thousand dollar, you know, Birkin bag or I, you know what, ten thousand. If you can Birkin find bag, a two thousand dollar Birkin bag, or a ten thousand dollar Birkin bag, <laughs> I suggest you buy it. So I don't have a problem with that. 
what I would have is if you turned around and had your hand out mm -hmm. for something, right? Because we all have to make choices. Mm -hmm. And so that was your choice. And then to turn around and say, oh, you know, I need a handout for something. My rent is due. I don't have any money. You know, then I'm sorry. You know, sorry. Sell your Birkin bag. Get $2,000 for your $40,000 Birkin bag and pay the rent or whatever. You know, but in general, I don't, I don't have a problem with people spending. You earn your money or you've acquired your money as long but as what you about steal for, it. What about for you? Would it, do I don't you, have any Birkin bags. So it's not a priority. Who you are I'm not in a, is not I'm a, not. I'm not in a position to purchase a Birkin bag. And uh -huh. if I was in the position of purchase a Birkin bag, that would not be the first purchase. It would be a purchase so far down the line. Uh-huh. Um, but if you're at a cocktail party and somebody says, who are you wearing? Are you, what would your response be? It'd be like, oh, I guess I don't it depends like on that. who I was wearing. Or you'd be like, uh, or would you make up a, a, a like, oh, this I, is I a, would, it, if I would say, who it's I a was Whitney wearing, original. I would say who I was wearing. Okay. I'm not, I, because I'm, I, I'm not affected. Is that the right word? Sure. I'm not affected. Your affect is not your. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody but, and then I ask this. because if you're if you're someplace where people around you are being somewhat pretentious and they're talking about, oh, and I got, you know, this and that and the other, you know, that's probably you not it, a, do you want to that's probably the not Joneses? the company. That's likely okay. not the company that I would keep on okay. the natural. But if I found myself in that company, and I have on occasion, uh -huh. right? I, you know, I used to be married to somebody who spent a lot of time around professional athletes. I am married to a former professional athlete. So I have on occasion found myself in the company mm -hmm. of people who have money, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't. And status symbols. It's and just status symbols. So you I just sort of excuse yourself or don't. I'm, like I'm when you're just, with I'm the wives there. and the wives are talking about how they spent their day shopping and, and, you know, got yet another. I think another... when you started this earlier about the whole cocktail party thing and the conversation starts, I was like, oh, graciously excuse myself. Okay. If I'm not going to participate in the conversation, I, you know, I can excuse myself. There's no judgment. That's just, that's not who I am. Okay. Right. And so. That's a good way to wrap this up. Be you. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, so. you know, and, and yes, we do find ourselves in situations where we're a fish out of water or sort of uncomfortable or somebody asks a question that's like, you know, where'd that come from? Or I, you know, I don't know, or, you know, I don't know that I belong, you know, not that you don't belong, but I don't know that the, these are my people. You have to just be comfortable in you your own skin yeah. and who you are and what you, what you bring to the table. Right. I, I would not find it to be a fun time to be around people if they spent all their time talking about their stuff, what they have, what they're wearing, uh, where they're going on vacation. Right. If, if it, it, in a pretentious way, P 
people yeah. just having a matter of fact conversation about their experiences, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with that. And that I haven't shared those same experiences. I don't, you know, that's fine. You have okay. experiences that I haven't had. I don't look to leave the room because you're talking, when I about, talking about the Hamptons and my, right. You know, I, you when know, I was in so, Ibiza or, you know, yeah. I, I just feel I'm secure enough in who I am as a person and it, I'm okay being in the company of people who have more than me. Uh, and when I'm in the company of people who have less than me, I don't go out of my way to, you know, flaunt what I have and make it about that. So I don't know well, that, that we have that's do a, 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 I don't know that that is a satisfactory cocktail party answer. <laughs> so I think I've failed the cocktail party portion of this program, <laughs> but I'll work on it for next time. How's that? We'll work on I'll it. get we it together. This and the, and the, we the, the point of the exercise is what would you say? Not would you, not necessarily what do you think about it and all the, but it's like, what would you say? What would your response be? And it's like, oh, that's a lovely Birkin bag. Or, oh, I hate Birkin. I was certainly, I was it's certainly. Like, oh, you're wearing Birkin. Oh, everybody. I else would is. certainly say that's a nice bag and then keep it moving. So there oh, you go. We're doing vegan now. I don't know about that. <laughs> Oh, so, no, that was fine. Thank you. On that Thank you note, for, for being a, a sport, a good sport. On uh, Well, I try. On that note, I, I, we hope you got something out of this, right? That you learned something. That's what we're all about here at Life Lemons and Lemon Drops, learning something. It, it, exposing yourself to opportunities and possibilities, thinking thoughts that you maybe hadn't thought before. And then maybe you can take this approach and share it at your next smart dinner party, right? Or cocktail party. You can share some of what we've talked about here. Let that spark a conversation and get you to connect with the people in your circle. So with that, we want to thank you for joining us today. And if you haven't rated us and reviewed our show, we invite you to do so on whatever platform you listen to us. And with that, thank you for joining us for this episode of Life Lemons and Lemon Drops. And until next time, take care. Thanks for joining us for Life Lemons and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 